If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. You're listening to the Nintendo PowerCast. Here's your hosts, N64 Josh and Destinot. Welcome to the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. I've got Destinot with me. What's going on, my friend? It's going good. We haven't talked in a while. Have you watched Fanboys yet? <laughs> I think we talked about this like 10 minutes ago, and uh, no, I haven't watched Fanboys yet. I know. I have to go. I'll, I, I'll, I'll see you later. So, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I'm on another podcast called The Galaxy Far, Far Away. It's a Star Wars podcast. And uh, the the host brought up that the movie Fanboys, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Never even heard of it. And now people are unfollowing me on Twitter. They're saying I'm a bad friend. <laughs> you know, Brian wants to leave both shows. It's just, it's all, it's, it's, we got to walk. It's a mess. Him, we got to walk him off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that's your homework. That's your homework for the week. I know. I know. I got to figure out a way to, way to get a hold of that movie and watch it. So, but. We've had do we got a ton of Nintendo news this week and a ton of like yes. I got a I've got I've got a bunch of cool story stuff I've picked up so let's uh, we can't we're not going to waste any time what did you what'd you pick up this week man so I picked up uh, just today matter of fact or yesterday if you're listening to this when most people do uh, I picked up ah uh, oh, geez just drew a mind blank well <laughs> I picked up the new well the the, the old. The new, the new old, the new old, uh, Samurai Showdown Four. Nice. Yep. Me too. Picked picked that up. So that's in the collection now. Um, four. I never played back in the day in the arcade. I remember playing the original Samurai Showdown, or maybe it was two. I played one or two, but that was really fun. Um, that was kind of like when I wanted to take a break from Street Fighter. Um, cause I didn't really play much of the, I played a little bit of Mortal Kombat, you know, when it first jumped on the scene, but it was never like my go-to, my go-to was always street fighter. And then I would dabble in the samurai showdown. So glad to see that on the switch. Um, glad to see that the games aren't like 20 bucks or 40 bucks. They're seven ninety nine. So I'm really liking that. And so I'm having some fun with that. I also picked up, I think I talked about it last show, Metal Slug. Still playing some of that. that that's still in the, the rotation. But I picked up just today, uh, Wonder Boy. Let's see here if I can read the little subtitle. The Dragon's Trap? Yeah. Okay. So, basically it's called Wonder Boy. And Wonder Boy, if you guys aren't in the know, it's an old game. It's like a retro game. And what they did was they went in, they almost, it's basically a remake where 
just like in Halo 2 Anniversary, you could hit the select button and swap between the new updated graphics and then like the old graphics, which was kind of jarring. I don't know. I don't know how you felt about that switching back and forth. I love that kind of stuff. I love seeing the. I mean, it, it's hard looking at some of those older graphics, but yeah, but but I don't mind it. I. I was taken aback because I remember with Halo 2 anyways, like, I don't remember the game looking that crappy, basically. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, I jump into the new one, and I'm like, oh, these graphics are slightly enhanced. That's pretty cool. And then you switch, and you're like, whoa, okay. That's what textures what? look like. Oh, that's what nostalgia is. <laughs> um, that nostalgia filter. Right. This one, though, Wonder Boy totally night and day though uh the new one is i I don't even want to call it cell shading because cell shading is it's like when they take 3d graphics and make them you know kind of cartoony they add some like thick black lines around the edges but it's still very 3d this is straight up like two-dimensional but it's at very high resolution it looks like a cartoon that's the only way I can describe it. It straight up just looks like a cartoon. Runs at 60 frames per second, so it's insanely smooth. And then when you switch over, you, you're like right there in 8-bit graphics. And that is pretty jarring. <laughs> so, but no, it, it plays really cool. It almost plays like a uh, uh, Legend of Zelda 2. Uh, was that? Link's Adventure? Mm-hmm. What am I saying? Yeah, it, it's almost like that. It's a the side Adventures scroller. of Link. Adventures of Link. I Nintendo good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, it plays like that. It's a side scroller. You kind of, it's, you go into villages, then you leave the village, and then you go into like, it doesn't have that open world that Link had where you got like that top down, you go in between villages. Because this is completely side scroller. But very tight. Uh, you can play it with either the joysticks or the D-pad, which is nice if you want to go like full full retro with that. I'm not too far into it, so I, I wouldn't be able to give you guys like a, a full in-depth like story review and how does the game progress. But I'm liking it so far. I, I've I've got very limited hands-on with it, but hopefully by next week I can give like uh, a better analysis, a more more in-depth hands-on analysis for you guys. Okay. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at some uh I'm kind of just looking at some pictures of it here. It looks pretty. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's what drew me to it when I first saw it. It like I said, it looks like a cartoon. It it's kind it, of Calvin and Hobbes-esque. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. It's got that kind of almost like a kid kind of drew it. If the kid was like, you know, Van Gogh, <laughs> like a genius artist. Um, so yeah, it, it looks really good. Like I said, if you want to switch between eight, like the eight bit graphics, you can, it's really cool. It's like on the fly. You could, you just hit a button. Boom. You're there. There's no lag or, you know, any waiting time. So that's really cool. It's 20 bucks. So it's not insanely expensive. It's, this isn't like a $60 title. It's digital only right now. I know they're really pushing for a physical release. Mm. In fact, the company that made it already like 
they're teasing us big time. Like there's already the box art. They have the box art already like, hey, guys, if this goes physical, this is what you're going to get. And the, the box art looks cool. I'm, I'm hoping this does get a physical release. If it does and they pull the whole we've talked about this in the past, the whole Nintendo tax, I'll, I'd pay I'd pay 30 bucks. Yeah, but then maybe I won't. I don't know. Like I said, I've got limited hands on. Maybe next week I'll be like, "Don't buy this; it's garbage." <laughs> I hope not. We'll see. But uh, I'm I'm really liking it. So I'm just scrolling through pictures right now. Is this Sega's version of Adventure Island? I don't know. Uh, because I'm seeing like Sega Wonder Boy. Yes. If you look up, is it giving you like the old game? It's just I just typed in Wonder Boy and I'm just scrolling through images and I'm seeing a lot of uh I'm seeing a lot of Sega. Um even Mega Drive, Wonder Boy in Monster World. Okay, we have very different filters. I just typed in Wonder Boy and I am not getting whatever you're seeing. My wife uses this computer too. Who knows what she's been looking at? <laughs> But uh, let's see. Let's try. Let's try typing in Sega Wonder Boy. Okay. So no, this is not this game. Okay. But like I said, I do know it's a remake. I haven't found it yet, but I have heard that if you have your old Wonder Boy saves from the original game. They will still work on this game. It's kind of, from what I understand, it's got kind of like a a Mega Man 2 save system, you know, where it's like, you know, you type in A, B, R, L, 4, 2 type of thing. And that's your save point. And from what I understand, unless they decided not to implement it, um, it's supposed to be like that, though. Where you get, you know, you can just almost like, if I, I don't know if you've played that old game recently, you can just jump in where you left off and uh, and have at it. So I'm looking up on uh, on Wikipedia right now, mm-hmm. and Wonder Boy is a 1986 platformer video game published by Sega, developed by Escape, now known as West Tone Bit Entertainment. Originally designed for arcades, was later ported to the SG-1000 Sega Mark III Master System, Game Gear video game console, uh, blah, 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 Commodore. Uh, the game is also known as Super Wonder Boy. Um, moving forward here. I, there's a handful of things. Here we go. Clones. Escape Westone had a licensing arrangement whereby they owned the rights to the game, but Sega retained the rights to the main characters, bosses, and names. Because of this, they teamed up with Hudson Soft to produce a conversion of the game for the NES under the new license. To get around the licensing issues, Hudson Soft simply had the graphics of the main character and the title changed. The result was Adventure Island. Well, there you go. In fact, I'm looking at uh, the box art for, it says Sega Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. So, and that's what the name of this game is, Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, without the the 3. So, yeah. So, the little bit that you played, did you get on a skateboard? No, but at the very beginning of the game, you're allowed to pick either a male or female character. Yeah. 
And if you pick the male character, it gives like a little small bio. Right. And it says, yeah, this this adventurer has traded in his skateboard for a sword and shield. And it says he's been looking for the dragon like in this magical land. So maybe there's your skateboard reference. Maybe he's maybe that's how they explain away why you don't have a skateboard anymore. Interesting. If I remember right from Adventure Island, it's been forever since I played it. It was a power-up you could pick up, kind of like a Starman in Mario, where mm-hmm. the, you were just skating. You had a, your helmet would come on, and you would skate for a little while, and then it would come off, I think. Or else it was entire levels, but I think it was just a little area. Um, hmm. It's just been a really long time since I played it. Well, now I'm really intrigued, because Adventure Island is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically, like I said, it's... It's a remake of that old game. So if you like that style, like I said, it's a side scroller. I'm trying to think what new game I could say it reminds me of. The only thing that keeps coming to my mind are the side scroll sections of the Adventures of Link. Okay. So I mean, Shovel Knight is very much influenced by Uh, the Adventures of Link. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I would say I haven't actually played hands-on Shovel Knight. Or from what I've seen of it, yeah, I would say it's it's similar. Um, you can tell it's an old game, though. It's it doesn't have things that you would expect from a new game. For example, when you swing your sword, you swing your sword out in front of you. There's no swinging up. There's no diagonal. There's if you want to if you want to hit something that's above you, you got to jump and swing your sword out in front of you. Okay, it's very. They didn't. It doesn't look like they tried to modernize the game. Visually, yes. But as far as like the mechanics of it, yeah, it's I don't want to say clunky, but it's just not, I guess you'd say, as refined of a game as if someone today sat down and said, hey, I'm going to make a side scrolling um, action game. They they kept it faithful to like the retro so the uh, the retro like feel and style, so that that is pretty cool I think. Dude, I'm really I'm really intrigued by this <laughs> now. Like seriously intrigued by it. This is really cool because I didn't. It, Adventure Island was one of those games I remember playing at like a friend's house, mm-hmm. but never uh, never had it myself. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm watching I'm watching footage right now. This looks rad. The, the the artwork is so cool. Like the background, there's like three layers of the background. You can see clouds slowly moving in the background. And mm-hmm. then when it switches. Weird. So it you, switches big time. It looks like you're playing as a mouse, though. Um, I think that's probably the limitation of the graphics. Because I can click on. Well, the one I'm clicking on, yeah, they're not very, uh, it's very 8-bit, let's put it that way. You know, this this is not retro SNES graphics. This is retro Nintendo, and it's not even... When it I switches, even dis- you mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. When, when you play it uh, with the modern graphics... Like I said, it's very clean. I haven't played it in docked mode. I've only played it handheld. So the 720p graphics, like I said, are very clean. And you can tell that this game is in 60 frames per second. It is insanely smooth. 
The last thing that I played handheld on my Switch was the Samurai Showdown and uh let's see, I, I dabbled a little bit with with the Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda's capped at 30 frames per second and it'll even dip down to 20. Samurai Showdown, I don't know. That might be at 12 frames per second. It's it's very choppy. It is not a smooth experience. Uh, but it that's how it was. You know, that that's how I remember it even. Even there's there's parts with slowdown. But that's how I remember that game being in the first place. So this at 60 frames per second, I could it just jumped right out at me how oh. smooth it was. Yeah, it looks it looks gorgeous, but now I'm I'm honestly wondering if there's a different Wonder Boy that is the because this doesn't this isn't anything like Adventure Island as far no, as no no yeah it doesn't look like Adventure Island because I'm looking at those same pictures yeah so I'm I'm thoroughly confused we're gonna have to do some research on this because and if you if you know and you're listening to this go ahead and tweet at us and uh, let us know like what what game because i i I definitely want to do some research it looks cool it looks like a little mouse with a sword you know and the the art style i mean almost looks like uh jerry from tom and jerry um yes i'm old but (laughs) um i'm dude i'm digging this like i'm looks like you can stand you can walk on ceilings and stuff walk on the ceiling and the side of walls and stuff Mm, i haven't gotten that far like so far I've gotten to play as and this is very early on in the game but you get to you're not just a boy I've also been able to play as a dragon so oh so what I'm some, watching right now he's you might actually see some footage of a green as a green a dragon no oh, it's, so, it is a mouse oh okay so, I'm not, so if I'm spoiling stuff guys I apologize spoilers, spoilers! I, I guess it just I'm just on IGN it just said 12 quick minutes to the of, internet of gameplay um, so um, yeah, so possibly you can play as multiple animals? Question mark? <laughs> I, I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, like I said, what, what I've played so far, I'm digging. It's fun. Um, it's kind of forgiving in a sense. Um, in that when you die, you keep your items. And, and this will tell you this. It's like, you know, like when you die... It, it it gives you those little tips. So it says like, oh, when you die, you get to keep your keys and, and potions. So I think that's cool. It's not insanely punishing where, you know, you die, you, you lose everything. So at least it, <laughs> they, they didn't try to go Dark Souls with this thing. So that's, that's kind of nice to know for me. But yeah, I, it looks cool. It plays really good. Um, I am digging it so far. Um, I, I've switched over to the the 8-bit retro mode, you know, a couple times, almost just to check it out to see, like, when there's a scene in the game that looks really cool, I'm like, I want to see what this looks like, you know? Um, for example, there was a, there's one scene where you're running through a lot of fire, and I was like, oh, dude, this is pretty intense. What would it look like in 8-bit? And I switch over, and, like, the screen is flashing, and like vibrating like up and down the level the whole level is moving up and down hmm. so it's kind of like that was their way of showing like a dramatic disaster in 8 bit interesting but yeah 
really cool game. Yeah. Just came out today. 20 bucks. Uh, digital only right now. Uh, I'd say I would say if you really like side scrolling games like that old 8-bit kind of uh, Mega Man type of game, check it out. Definitely definitely jump online, check out some videos. Uh, you know, I'm watching uh, a boss fight right now like Yeah, this you looks want, you, you, you want a podcast, man. This looks like <laughs> my kind of this looks like my kind of game, dude. Um and it and maybe it is, maybe it is a a a remake of Adventure Island. You know, or not a remake, but like maybe yeah. that that whole thing is is actually tied together. And so I'll do some more digging. And then, like I said, next week when I played it a little more, I can bring it up because what I watched, I watched a kind of like a making of with the devs. And they, they kind of that's where I got my information. So I'll, I'll rewatch it just to get it fresh in my mind. And we can uh, we can just talk about it a little bit next week. All right, cool. Or a, I lot, gotta... or a lot of bit when Josh picks it up. <laughs> And wants to do nothing but talk about it. I gotta point out that Henny said Josh falling in love with a game in real time. Like I literally probably was just watching my face enamored by this thing. So. Like on the Simpsons where like you can tell the exact moment his heart breaks. Right there. Yeah, pretty much. So any other game pickups this week? No, it was just uh just the Wonder Boy. And then I picked up uh, Samurai Showdown, which I I've played a little bit. I'm not like I said before. I'm I'm not I'm not so into that game like I am with Street Fighter, where I could just name off the moves and know when to do the moves. Gotcha. So I'm not as good with this game. You know, I'm kind of like ah, what 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 move set does this character have? Um, if only there was some way to look up how these characters did moves. Hmm. hmm. Like the I'll have to jump online. Interesting. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to check it out. Maybe I'll uh, enjoy the game a little bit more. So I wanted to try something. I picked that game up as well because mm-hmm. I was I I want a fighting game. Street Fighter's another month out. I've been a fan of Samurai Showdown. Um, I'm not sure if I played four or not when I was younger. I know I played the first one and the second one, and I, I played them in the arcade periodically just because it was like, oh, you can cut a guy in half. You know, that was the big <laughs> thing when you were. Show blood. Young. Yeah, there's blood, and so. Uh, but my biggest concern was I'm going to be playing with an analog stick instead of a D pad. And I actually got used to it very quickly. There's something about the height and the, the feel of the switch analog sticks that it was like, it, it, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Now today, before we started, I set the switch up real quick and grabbed my pro controller and played it with the D pad. And it was like, yeah, this is probably my preferred way. But I went to the analog stick on that as well. And was like, well, I could do this. I could do this. And I guess Hori is making a, a, like a, a fight stick. Okay. For the, for the switch. So we'll have an actual, like, you know, actual arcade stick for the for the switch so i haven't looked into that exactly i think it was on nvc that i heard that or possibly the switch cast i'm not i'm not positive which but um you know which would really be great since neo geo's like from my understanding or another thing i had heard so don't quote me on this is that they're possibly bringing their entire library to the switch jeez so again, don't quote me on that. I haven't done any research. I just heard it mentioned on another podcast and I was like, that's crazy if that's the case. But but if it is the case, a fight stick would be awesome because that's a lot of arcade games. Yeah. And I I mean I, I think that's a really good move on their part. 
Because if you think about it, I mean, just like Nintendo, just like Sega, these companies aren't making money off of people buying these systems on eBay or uh, picking them up at their local game shop. So, and I, I can't even tell you if Neo Geo's even made a game. Please, please tweet at us if Neo Geo's even made a game that you've heard of recently. I can't even think of one. Or maybe they're doing it under a different name. But, dude, they're, they're probably loving this. They're like, dude, we're going to start making money off of our games again. This is great. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, kudos to them for, for bringing out this catalog, especially since most people, I, I can't even tell you how many games of theirs I've played. Obviously, there's like the Samurai Showdowns. They had a soccer game way back in the day. That a buddy of mine, we love playing that game. You know, if you guys remember the Neo, I'm sure they were the same for you. A lot of Neo Geo arcade games were like four games in one. Yep. Like you'd go and you'd you'd select which game you wanted. You know, and there was always like art was Art of Fighters. You know, Samurai Showdown. There was a soccer game, and there was a third game. I don't remember what it was at our local arcade, but we had like the 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 four in one game machine there. So. I'm I'm really looking forward to them bringing their games out on the Switch because even today I can't afford to go buy like a Neo Geo system in games. That it would probably cost you more than buying a current current gen system in games. Oh yeah, I can't I can't even imagine. I'm not even I think I walked into a game shop a few months ago and the guy's like, Hey, we have a Neo Geo set like for sale and it was like it was not cheap. Yeah, it was not cheap. They they weren't cheap then. They're not cheap now. I think the cheapest way to get their games right now might be the Switch. And I'm pretty positive because there's no chance you're going to get a Neo Geo game for $7.99. The only other place that I think you can get them, and I may be mistaken, is the Wii. Okay. But I, I again, I don't even know that for sure. I know there's TurboGrafx-16 on the Wii. But I don't mm-hmm. know for sure if there's Neo Geo. So, mm. um, but so I picked that up. I played it. I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. I think it's great. You know, it's been really cool just to be able to like hand another Joy-Con to somebody and play like my son or whatever, and we mm-hmm. can just we can just go to town. And then what's really cool about the game is if you if you strike at the same time, your swords will like lock, the and lock then you have to yeah. hit the button as fast as you can. And so you know he was really digging that, and so that was fun. Um, Real quick, I did play it with the D-pad on the Switch in handheld mode. How'd that go? Not terrible. Huh, interesting. It wasn't ideal. I, I wouldn't say that like I loved it. But I, I usually have a problem with the joysticks in fighting games. I, I guess because I'm just used to the Super Nintendo. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't unplayable. It just wasn't ideal. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. I didn't even try that. I forgot that. Well, I, most of the times I played, I didn't play it in handheld mode. We played it docked, so um, which it looked mm. great. It ran smooth. You know, I love that they're like actual arcade machines where you just tap your triggers to insert credits, basically. You know, it's like it's actual arcade ports, not like because, I mean, Samurai Showdown was on Super Nintendo. It was on mm-hmm. uh, it was even on the Wii. And not, and I'm not talking about, I'm talking about a disc release of Samurai Showdown was on oh, the wow. Wii. 
Uh, same with the original Xbox. Um, I'm sure it was on PlayStation as well. Like it's it's they've they've got a number of releases for Samurai Showdown. So uh, Sega Genesis. What if it was a 25 cent DLC every time you wanted to play another round? <laughs> a 25 cent DLC. The game was free, but they charged you 25 cents. Oh man, I don't know. It's uh, it's the future, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but so. The other thing we did on on Friday, we celebrated Easter with my wife's side of the family, set up snipper clips. I, I brought the switch along, set up snipper clips, and my four-year-old niece loves the dojo. Like, she was having mm. so much fun. Um, my brother-in-law and I and my two boys, we played it, like, and s- for such a simple game, it is it is so much fun, man. It is so much fun. We had such a great time. So that was cool. Um, so as far as other pickups, I I got a I got a 3ds game this week. What? Yeah, they I still make those. I know this is an older one too. This is an older one that that everybody was pissed at when they announced it. Okay, nobody was happy about this game, and I started doing a little bit of research on it. It's actually a really fun game. Hmm. It's Metroid Prime Federation Force. Yeah, that one did not get a glowing reception. No. And I can see why. Like, why do they call it Metroid when it has like very little to do with it? Yeah. It here's what it plays like. It's a it's a mech game on the 3DS that okay. basically puts you into four player raids, is what it's like. You have to do, you, you, you go in, it's a four player co-op game and you play through a little bit of a level and you've got to defeat a couple of bosses and then you can do it online. Of course, there's no, I don't think there's voice chat because, you know, why would, because Nintendo, yeah, why would that be a thing? Um, But you can just join random games from my understanding. I haven't even gone that far. I just, I did the, all the tutorial. And I have the new 3DS, so I have the little extra nub. So it's like having two analog sticks. And I'm mm-hmm. making finger quotes right now because, <laughs> well, it's not really. Um, but I'm able to, you know, play inverted, shoot with the trigger. My hands were getting were cramping when I first started doing this because it's like this is this is awkward and <laughs> a little bit uncomfortable. But I'm really glad it's on this system. Like, I'm glad there's like a first person shooter from Nintendo and it it's all right. Like, it's all they made some really good choices with it where like you can tap the targeting button, kind of like Z targeting, right? But you just mm-hmm. have to tap it when you're in when you're playing in the mode I play in, so where it's like you um it's basically like the like standard first person controls where you shoot with mm-hmm. the trigger instead of shooting with A. And, and so you just tap, it's the first game that I've been able to use all the buttons on the 3DS, the new 3DS, because the new 3DS has extra buttons. This is the first one I've been able to use all of them. And so that's been cool. Really, really glad I picked it up. Dude, we played a ton of Animal Crossing this weekend. I swear, (laughs) dude, we're still hooked. We're bowling on the Wii. My daughters are all hooked on that again. Um, Even did some other of the Wii Sports Resorts games like table tennis, that kind of stuff. Um, Cool. You know, so it's just, it's been fun. But dude, the highlight is my wife and I got to stream an actual Nintendo 64 this week. (laughs) And I picked up a, a, 
a composite to HDMI converter. Now it doesn't okay. it doesn't shrink the picture to four by nine. It stretches it. So it looks a little bit stretched out, but it converts okay. S video and composite video. And so we were playing with it on stream to see which looks better because the 64 has that like smudge factor that they put over every game. And so the S video kind of removes that, but then you can actually see individual pixels. (laughs) So that's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit distracting. So the smudge factor kind of helped when it was being up converted. But dude, we had the most epic wrestling match in WCW versus NWO. And I'm going to, put a link to it in our show notes because my word we like 20 minutes and then she ended up with the biggest upset of the century so um if you guys i know 20 minutes is long if you have to fast forward to just the end (laughs) like it's it's worth a watch like we, everybody in chat was going crazy. It was it was uh, it was a good time. But we did that. We did Mario Kart. We did GoldenEye. Um, and that might have been it for the night. Like we we bounced around between a couple a couple different games. But so cool to finally be able to stream. I can stream all my old systems now. So that means we're gonna see some games like T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter, which is a very rare game. Uh, Mega yeah. Man Five is another one that I have. Uh, Contra Force is one, and so I'm kind of gonna just stream some of these, um, some of these older games. Drummer is saying it was great to hear the Doors and Goldeneye, you know, and <laughs> it was. It's just it's just fun. It just takes you back. There's that whole nostalgia factor, and and uh, it's it, it is it is a real good time. Um, and that's I mean I didn't I didn't other than that I didn't pick up any other games on the Switch. I was I was real. T- I almost bought a the the dual uh, blue joy cons. I had them in my okay. cart on walmart.com. I actually had, had the chance to do it. And I was like, oh, I just don't know if I want to spend the money. And Those new so, yellow ones swayed you, didn't they? No, Tell the truth. I, uh, I, I, I don't think so. I still like the, okay. the double blue. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to still try to go for it, but um, yeah. And he's saying, who know you can teabag and golden eye, right? Like, <laughs> We didn't really know that. Apparently, was a they thing. started it and, all. Uh, yeah, so, so we were, uh, yeah, we were doing that. It was, uh, it was just, it was really cool to actually hold the '64 controller that that just that cold plastic, you know, mm. and go back and do that it was great. But um, enough of the old systems, dude. We got a ton mm. of news. Uh, Mario Kart Eight. So much info's dropping. It's in the hands of some reviewers. I saw Greg Miller from Kind of Funny was playing, and. Uh, you know, the guys at Nintendo Life and Nintendo Wire, I believe, um, at least they're reporting on it. I'm, so I'm assuming they, they, they have uh, review copies. Some of the really cool features is you're going to be able to change characters and carts in the online mode, like while you're in the lobby, basically. You don't have to, you don't have to exit the game to... to Much needed. Switch characters, because I know that, you know, I'm a... <sighs> I'm like a one trick pony with Mario Kart. I like to play as Mario. I like to play in the the B Dasher, I think is what it's called. And then mm-hmm. I like the slick wheels and I like a uh oh, the paraglider or whatever. Mm-hmm. That that is the lighter weight or what so that's like my setup. I don't usually change from it whatsoever, but if you're into mixing things up or whatever, you'll uh you'll be able to. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, I think it'll be cool with friends when you're all in a party, though. And if you're just like, hey, everyone, let's 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 all do motorcycles, you know. It'll be cool to be able to just switch right there on the fly, you know, as opposed to, all right, everyone back out. Everyone go to the tower. (laughs) Right. All right. And there's going to be like a third party app to switch your cart. So, yeah, no, that, that I think that's a really that's a much needed feature. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna redo a game, you know, you might as well go back and fix the things that people have said they don't like. So yeah, yeah, uh, looking forward to that feature. Yeah, the other uh, the other cool things, the battle modes, man, the battle modes, like just getting to see them in action more. The the, I think it's called Shrine or Sprite Runner or something. I can't remember the exact yeah. uh, the exact name, but like. And the the video I watched, I think it was from Go Nintendo, like just seeing uh, Baby Bowser in his cart, hmm. like jumping and looking at the camera and doing that kind of stuff, like just so much fun. Like it's just it's just fun, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to getting into this game. And you know, it's it's I think the way you have to look at it is it's like the Game of the Year edition, right? It's it's kind of yeah. what it is. It's it we've already bought it once, and so. You know, if you, if you like it enough, go for it. If you've never played it, you're in for such a treat. I mean, yeah, it's we've talked about it in the past, like it, how they even got it to run on the Wii U. It's just pure magic. It's you know for a system that people were like, oh, it struggles with 1080p, and if if it does 60 frames per second, it's not doing 1080p. And then here comes Mario Kart 8, and it's like 1080p. 60 frames per second, insanely high rate of speed at times. And this isn't like a typical, I don't, I don't want to say typical, but this isn't like your average racer where you're just on a, on a street and maybe there's some trees on the sides and there's like some guardrails, like there's like clouds and, and, and mushrooms and you're going underwater you're doing you're not just like on flat ground you're doing like loops and like corkscrews and like you said there's gliders so you're flying through the air there's so much going on in a Mario Kart 8 level that it is kind of amazing that they were able to like i said not only like keep it at 60 frames per second 1080p high rated speed tons of stuff going on it just it seems bizarre that like other other games were just like, uh, the Wii U's not powerful enough. It's like, it is, you just, I don't know, you had to attempt to really try to work at it, I guess. But, um, glad to see it on the Switch. I would have loved to see a Mario Kart 9, but this is, you know, it's the next best thing. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, I think because it's not 9, we're getting it so much sooner, would be my yeah. guess. I think if it was nine, we'd be seeing it in two years. Probably. Probably. So the funny thing is, is a lot of people, I see tweets uh, from different people like, where does Mario Kart go from here? Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, this is the, this is the peak, <laughs> you know, like, where does it go from here? And it's a good question. It, I mean, it really yeah. is. Yeah. That's kind of like the whole people have said, where does Zelda go from here? Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be hard to top. And who knows? Nintendo is very good about, I guess, is stretching out a good word? <laughs> Zelda, Metroid, Mario, 
these aren't new franchises. They've been around forever. And while they've had their ups and downs, look at look at other franchises that where you got like uh you know, you got Halo, you've got Gears of War, to some degree even like the Uncharted series, they go like three or four games and all of a sudden it's stale. And you got like Mario who you know, you got Mario Kart eight. We're on eight. Yeah. You know? Eighteen Zelda games, I think we're at. Yeah, you know, and, and just now you could kind of say like, oh, they're at their peak, you know, decades later. So I don't know. Hopefully with Mario Kart 8, we're not only are we getting a new experience right now with this new release, we're getting all the DLC. Hopefully that means that there's more DLC. I know, I know. Why am I saying I can't wait for more DLC? But it's, why isn't this in the game? But we're getting a lot on this game. And to pay 60 bucks, you know, people might say, like, but it's an old game. Why am I paying 60 bucks? Like you just said, it's the game kind of you could view it as the game of the year edition because you're getting all the DLC. You're getting even the new battle modes. So in actuality, you're getting a game that did retail for 60 bucks plus DLC. So I, I don't know. I think it's a good deal. I'm I'm going to be definitely buying it. Yeah, and we are giving away two copies of it, guys. So if you look at the pinned tweet on the at N Powercast or at N64Josh, you will see uh, how to win that there. So make sure to go go check that out. Um, I, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Even Drummer in the chat says he's super hyped for Mario Kart. You know, it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun for sure. So we had a Nintendo Direct that mm, like... Mm, did we? Did, did you watch Dude. it? Yeah, and in fact, I was super bummed that I don't own a 3DS <laughs> slash mad at Nintendo that they're not bringing those games to the Switch. Because <laughs> a lot of them look really cool. Yeah, I've are... always wanted to try Professor Lawton. Um, and what's the other one? The Ace, Ace Attorney? Attorney? Yeah. And I, I've never had a chance to play those games because they're not on any of the systems that I've ever owned. So... I yeah, don't know. Professor Layton and, and Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney. I've not done much Professor Layton, but I've I love the Ace Attorney games. Those are those are really Are they hilarious? Fun. Oh, dude. They and, look hilarious and I'm mad that I don't get to enjoy in the hilariousness in this. They are because this. they they get very Japanese like where like okay. People like the characters start freaking out, and when like I remember on the DS playing Ace Attorney, and I'd be like objection, yelling it into the microphone, <laughs> and that would that would in the courtroom that would trigger that that cutscene or whatever mm. <laughs> by yelling it. I remember sitting at my parents' dinner table like at a holiday or whatever, and I yelled that. Everybody's looking at me like, "What is going on right now?" Oh, what you boy? <laughs> so, but yeah, once I tried Ace Attorney, I couldn't put it down. I could not put nice. it down. So, and that Pikmin, that pick, that two D Pikmin game looks like it might be all right. But yeah, that's made by the guys that made the Yoshi story or the the Yoshi's Island or whatever on the three DS, which did not do so well. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of just gonna watch that one from a distance. I I mean, it's the kind of thing I'll more than likely get because I try to get most of the first party yeah. games on that system, and so um. But I, mean, I know the part that you're probably most excited about. No, oh, what was that? That's the new Pikmin amiibo that's coming out. Oh my gosh, dude. All the amiibo, man. Like, what? I don't even know how to order some of them. I'm totally lost at this point. Like, 
<laughs> I I've got two pre-orders so far. I have a cl- uh uh is it a Corin and the Twilight Princess Link? I think from GameStop. So this is how I heard it's going down. As far as the Zelda amiibo, I'm not 100 percent sure, but there are three new Zelda amiibo coming out. When it comes to the Smash amiibo, I think was that is a Corin that you were talking about. Corin, Bayonetta, and Cloud. Yes. There's they did alternate versions for each one. So there's actually two different, I guess you'd say costumes. Yeah. For each one of those characters. They're doing the whole, you know, Amazon gets an exclusive, Best Buy gets an exclusive, you know, uh GameStop. Knowing the way Walgreens has been going, they probably get an exclusive. (laughs) I know they get exclusive pop figures and people are like, what? I got to go to Walgreens and pick up my meds in a, you know, a pop figure. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, they're doing that whole route of different stores are going to have their own exclusives. I don't know if that's across all six or maybe like the three regular costumes are going to be across all stores and the three alternates are going to be across different stores, but it's one of those type of deals. And it's pretty cool though. Cloud comes with his, his regular cloud outfit from final fantasy seven, but then you also get the advent children costume, which basically looks like cloud and bondage gear. Uh, you got Bayonetta in two different costumes. I'm not really sure what the difference between those two are. Bayonetta one and Bayonetta two. And, and two. Okay. Yeah. So she's got like the different, slightly different costume and different hair. Yep. And then you've got Corin, which I'm not hugely familiar with that character, but she does have two different, if not two different armors, two different poses for sure. I think it's actually a male and a female character because. Okay. I'm not positive though, but I think that's what it is. And I think that's because in one game she was a female and in another game it was she he was a male, something like that. Okay. I don't I don't really follow Fire Emblem that closely. I play it on my phone. I just collect orbs. So yeah. So but there's so technically we thought we were getting 3 to close out the smash line. We're actually getting 6. Right, they're just going to milk that thing for all it's worth. Yeah, and then there's the, like we said, the three Zeldas. I think it's Skyward Sword. Uh, is it Majora's Mask or is it? Majora's Mask okay, and Twilight Majora's Princess. Mask, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Yeah. So, um, pretty cool. Poses that I've seen before, especially like in art, like, you know, uh, production art. There's like the one of Link holding the sword backwards is a very prominent image and you know when you look up Zelda online. So pretty cool. We're they're gonna round those out. Uh I I think that's gonna round out the Zelda amiibo as far as what we know, because like I said, we knew three more were coming because of pictures that were in the strategy guide for Breath of the Wild. And there's uh outfits or armor associated with those amiibo. So that's cool. And then, like I said, we, there's a Pikmin, Pikmin amiibo coming. It looks like four little Pikmin and they're on a, like a broken cinder block. Yeah. Kind of got like that look to it. The cinder block is almost in the shape of a four. I don't know if that was intentional being that they're on Pikmin four now, 
But it's not called Pikmin 4. It's like called Pikmin Go or something. Something like that. Or yeah. Go Pikmin. Go Pikmin. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. So, I mean, we got that. They they went in deep with... Uh, they talked about Splatoon 2 a little bit. We know there's Amiibo coming for Splatoon 2 as well. Uh, similar to the old three packs, you know, where you get the squid and then you get the boy and the girl. So we're getting that. Um, and it's going to interact the same way that it did with the original Splatoon, where you put the Splatoon in and it shows up in game and you can interact with it that way. So it's kind of like Amiibo support day one. And then we're also getting, oh no, we're not getting Amiibo for arms. I'm surprised though. But they wouldn't do a lot about arms. They talked a lot about arms. Yeah, they did. And I I don't know, I'd be surprised if we didn't see some kind of amiibo, but you know. Yeah. I want to see the arms with like the way they did the Guardian amiibo where it's got the metal inside. I think that'd be cool. And then you could just like slinky their arms out. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> But yeah, they talked a lot about that. Um, we had a gentleman by the name of Draco Augustus join us on this show a little while back. He actually played at, was it at E3 or where was it at? Uh, they were at uh, PAX South, I think. And he, he played it a little bit and he was really hoping for like an in-depth game. And I, at the time, was kind of like, this looks like typical Nintendo <clears throat> I'm sorry, not typical Nintendo, but this doesn't look like AAA Nintendo. This looked more to me like like Wii Shovelware Nintendo, where it was like a mini game, and it looks like there actually is going to be some strategy to this game and different characters that you can try different strategies with. So, uh, he might have been onto something there when he was saying like, "Yeah, he's like, I'm hoping that it's all that's really like in depth." I don't know if it'll go as in-depth as he was talking about, uh, he being Draco Augustus, but uh, it looks like there's more to it than just swinging your arms around wildly and, you know, beating up on Grandpa and Couch Co-op. Yeah, I mean, it looks like there could be could be some depth here, especially since you get to kind of switch out your arms and you can do different things with different movements. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then 2v2, which I wasn't expecting to see that, where you could do four players, you know. That uh, that kind of adds bust oh. that out when you're playing when you got when you're on that double date, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I could finally have a game that will replace Wii bowling, you know, for my uh, for my daughters. <laughs> we'll see though. We will see. But the game definitely has me intrigued, and I'm more hyped for it now after seeing the direct than I had been at all because mm-hmm. I really hadn't been, and so. It was the first game that as soon as they showed it in January, we were like, oh, here's the, here's the, hmm. uh, oh, what were we saying? It's like, it's like, oh, here's the motion controls. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here, we, here go. we go. Here's the, you don't even have to look at the screen. It's like, it's a video <laughs> game. I want video. Right. But this one will require video. And I think we've heard you don't even need to use the motion controls to play this game. So if you want to be super fat boy like me and just sit on the couch, hey, we can. You can still do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, they talked a lot about that. I think they're going to be really pushing that, being that it's a first party title. 
Um, they, they talk about so much more. I'm trying to remember what else they talked about. Kirby got a whole lot of love. There's like, mm-hmm. like three Kirby games. One was announced right then and there. Um, box boy was another, that was a 3ds game. Um, we- yeah, which I, I had never played that. Do you even have that amiibo? Isn't there a box boy amiibo? Uh, for Japan. Okay. So, yeah, so I could import it and, uh, Sad but it looks thing. like he creates like Tetris shapes to move through the level. Something I honestly I didn't uh, I I don't know much about that game. I know that if yeah. you have all three of them, you can unlock them like a filter that makes it look like you're playing on an original Game Boy on your 3DS. Awesome. So you know that's kind of kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, uh, real quick, speaking about you know Amiibo from Japan. I got all stoked this week because I found a Rosalina oh. and Luma on eBay. Mm-hmm. And the picture shows the American, like the US uh, of course it does. box. I got the European one. So I now have it relisted on, uh, mm-hmm. on, on eBay. I, wanna, I do want to say real quick hi to uh, Henny and uh, Wib81, drummer. Guys, thanks so much for 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 chilling there out with us go. tonight. We appreciate it. Um, but there wasn't. I mean, there was a lot of games. There was a lot of indie games, right? I mean, we just it was like we got games. Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah. Did you download that demo? I have not. So the- I do want to play it though because I do enjoy the Tetris puzzle type games, and I guess there's even a mode where they mix the two. So yeah. you're playing Tetris, but then when you like dump blocks on your opponent, it's the Puyo blocks. So yeah, my, and that's a different style of gameplay. My wife and I played it. We we that Thursday night we ended up going out and we set the switch up at the on the table, and I didn't tell her I had that game, and mm. she's a huge Tetris fan, and so uh, set it up on the table and. I was like, hey, here we go, head to head. She's like, what? You know, so <laughs> we got to, we did that demo. But I mean, it's one of those demos where it's like when you finish the level, you got to go mm-hmm. all the way back through the menu. It's like, it's super monotonous. So oh, I'm like, oh, just, just release this thing already, you know? So, yeah. Um, Looking forward to that because they haven't announced, and this will be a shame if it doesn't come to the Switch, Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. If that doesn't make it to the Switch, I'll just, I'll cry on the internet to five people. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's really what's going to happen. But I loved that game on the Sega Saturn. And I hope they bring it out for this. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, Puyo Puyo, they talked some Japanese games. I actually watched, I accidentally watched the Japanese. Direct. Direct. And it was different. Really? Maybe I'm just not. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. I could have swore they showed some different games because it seemed like they showed a lot more Japanese style games. Stuff that I was like, "That's a little Japanese to be coming to then, you know, to America." But we know that the Switch, you can buy those games, and a lot of them are getting like English translations. Sure. So you are able to get those games. Um, but I'm excited when I when I watched the direct. Like I said, I cried at first because of all the 3DS games I won't be playing. <laughs> and then they showed the Switch games, and I was like, oh, okay, I got I got some stuff coming. 
Yeah, it's you know, and some of the comments in the chat while we were watching it because I hosted the direct so we could chat about it with whoever was like in our Discord and whatever, and so yeah. um, we were chatting about it, and and a handful of people were like, "Oh, they should just be putting these games on Switch." But I mean, right now the 3DS is almost selling as well as the Switch, and so yeah, like they they need to send this thing off with a bang. That's still making money up until it's 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 dying breath, so that the switch has time to build its install base, and then th- then the games will start coming out on that. And then I don't know if you saw that little picture I posted it in our Discord. Um, which guys, if you want to join our Discord, you can go to uh, the lootcave.com slash npc discord, and uh, that will uh, that will get you that will get you in there hanging out with us. Which is which is quite fun, but I posted that picture of a. It showed a switch and then a switch mini. Now this is just speculation. It's just a, a baby was, switch. Yeah, it was just made by like a fan or whatever. It's not. It's it's not an announcement of any kind. But basically, it's a switch that the Joy Cons don't come off. It doesn't come with a dock. It looks like it's a little more like hefty. So like if you if you have little kids or whatever and you want them to play it, you don't have to worry quite as much about them taking things off and losing stuff. It's just all a single unit that would be compatible with the dock. I don't know. It was a pretty cool picture. I'm sure it's floating around Reddit and and Twitter and stuff, so you you can find it. And I, I might even try to include it in our in our show notes. But um that'd be cool. Where if we got to where instead of having, you know, because I was a, I was a proponent for like, let's keep the 3DS alive. Let's keep, um, let's keep, uh, the, uh, that the 150 to $200 market, right? Let's, let's keep, let hopefully Nintendo keeps something there. Well, a lot of people's rebuttal to that was we don't want the devs separated anymore because it takes yeah. longer to get games out. Well, if they make a mini switch, that's a little more durable, a little more kids safe, but it's the same games. We're not switching the development or we're not splitting the development teams. We're making the same games that work in both systems. And they still have that market share at that 150 to $200 mark. I say, go for it. Yeah. I would love to see this come out. For a couple of reasons. One, I, as much as I just got tricked by Nintendo into buying a handheld system, because I don't normally buy them, um, I have been using this thing in handheld mode because I share an office with my wife. Sometimes she completely needs to be in this office. I can grab the Switch, pull it off the dock, go play it in the bedroom. I'm actually enjoying it in handheld mode a lot more than I thought I was going to. That being said, I still don't leave the house with this thing. It's it's just a little too big. If it was just a little bit smaller, because like me, I'm still rocking like the original size iPhone. I never went for like the the large models. Mm. If I could get something with that size screen, Sure, you might be like, oh, I want a large screen. But you know what? I actually like having the smaller portable device. If they came out with this Switch Mini or whatever they would call it, I I would pick one up. Especially if, like you said, you're not splitting uh, development of games now. You know, like one company can make 
make a game, let's say for the Switch, but then as soon as you pop it in the the Switch Mini, it's it's there's no there's no conversion, there's no nothing. It just you pop it in and go. Okay, you got a little bit smaller screen, no big deal, you know. The only time it would be weird, I guess, or they would have to put a little bit more development into it is maybe because like with again, it was a mock-up that we saw. It wasn't true hardware. But it doesn't have the detachable Joy-Cons. So if there was a game that required it, you're out of luck there. Like you're not playing one two switch on this this Switch Mini. You know, unless I, I don't know, I just don't see it because how do you remove them? You can't. You can't play the two player. So well, like like the little drawing says, it's compatible compatible with the other Joy Cons. Uh-huh. So if you Yeah, you'd they'd be able to sync. You yeah, if you bought an extra set, you know, again, this is entirely it's just it's it's, oh, it's all total speculation, but it makes the most sense. The biggest thing is not yeah. splitting development. Right. That's the well, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Uh but you you said a couple things. One, the three DS is still selling like hotcakes. <laughs> I would say why would you discontinue something if it's selling like crazy? But the <laughs> Nintendo is just gonna be like, Well, we just discontinued the classics. Good so segue, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh you know, I can't exactly say like no, it just wouldn't make sense. But the 3DS does sell insanely well, not only here in America, but across the entire world. So, and like you said, it's at that lower price point. Um, but I think at some point they are going to have to go forward. And I, I, again, I'm then, I then get Nintendo jumping in my face going like, yeah, like you need the greatest hardware ever to make a good system. Well, we just had the switch come out. It's like, hey, 1080p, you know, like other systems are like 4K. So, (laughs) you know, clearly, you know, the 3DS is very much an argument for like why you don't need the best graphics in the world and why you don't have to sell something at a really high price point. But I think I think it would make sense to just tell the game companies like, hey, you want to make it for the smaller system or the larger system? Just make one game. Yeah. Yeah. And being that it's, you know, the Nintendo, you don't have to, you know, there's not as much assets, I guess, needed so that you can even develop the game at a smaller price point. So I would love to see this system come out. This would fully take me into the leaving my house with it, you know, uh, era, I guess. (laughs) But yeah. So I would love to see it. Hope it happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, some of the most fun I have with my my wife and my daughters is we like this last weekend we threw Jurassic Park in on the like you know went went on to Voodoo or whatever and and watched our watched that movie, but all of us played our DS while we were while we were doing that. You know, it was just like kind of on in the background and we were all doing our doing our thing because it's what's crazy with my kids if my wife and i start showing interest in a game they are immediately interested in it you know so thankfully they all have their own copy of the game and that and whatnot so it it works out but um but the last thing i do want to touch on is that nintendo has they have discontinued the nes classic and 
I know a lot of people are very upset by this. And some people are like, they don't really care. I've heard a lot of people say uh, that this was a marketing ploy to get people thinking about Nintendo um, before the Switch was announced and then released three months later. And uh, that makes total sense to me. What makes me question that is that I've got people like my mom and my sisters who have no intention of buying a Switch, mm-hmm. but are pretty upset that they're not going to be able to get the NES Classic because that's what they wanted to get there. And and I think there was a number of people that were oh yeah that were older and younger too, but people that aren't buying consoles that were like sixty bucks. Yeah, I want this in my house so that I can have these thirty games and be able to play old Nintendo again. Like anytime my mom hears Super Mario Brothers, she's like, that's the most soothing music to me because it takes me back to when all my kids were little. You know, hmm. it's just funny to me. She never really played it with me. Yeah. But just hearing it in the background for her is one of the is just a very soothing. So Yeah. Um I had heard a couple of things in regards to the then NES classic. Uh one, from what I understand Nintendo actually made way more than they had anticipated making because of the popularity. So they were even going to cut this thing off a while back, but then they pushed more into development. So we actually got more NES classics in the wild than originally were planned. So maybe they figured, look, we've already extended it once. Let's go ahead and cap it this time because otherwise we're just going to keep making this thing. Another thing I heard was the NES Classic sold for 60 bucks. Um, when you think about it, it had a lot of games on it. And it was also basically a mini a mini system in that, you know, it had HDMI output, it's going to a TV, you had separate controllers. I guess the overhead on this thing like what you know, Nintendo said like, "Hey, this is where this is selling for sixty bucks." From what I understand, this thing, the stores had to buy these for like fifty-seven dollars. Oh, jeez! So that was like three dollars profit for the store to sell this thing at sixty bucks. Hmm. The controllers also—I don't remember the exact price of the controllers. Was it twenty-five? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Okay. The the. The controllers were like seven bucks or like six bucks for the store to buy. Which I've so, never even seen one in the wild. I tried to buy one of those if I could. Like, I looked yeah. continually because I'll show you. I've got this. Look at this little case. If you guys are just wa- if you guys are just listening, I actually got a case that uh, a carrying case for the NES Classic. It's 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 uh, branded or whatever. It's got Nintendo's quality of quality seal on it. But you're gonna die when you see this. Because what happens, I open it up. Oh, look at it. It looks so nice. I've got the little gray box. Mm-hmm. I've got the gray controller. And then I have this white controller that's off brand. And it, like, it, <laughs> part of me dies every, every time I, uh, every time I look at that. Um, Castro is asking, are they still selling these? You have until the end of April and then they are completely discontinued. And yeah. because of that announcement, they went from about $130 on eBay to close to $500. I've seen anywhere from like $250 to, to $450, and it's out of control. 
it's out of control. So um, there are if you so here if you guys are really wanting to find one, do some Google searches that do that will give you inventory of Target and inventory of Best Buy, and you can put your zip code in. You can put the item you're looking for in, and it will tell you if they have it in stock or not. We had a guy I had a guy tweet at me this weekend. Um, I think his name's Sam Rafan. I think I can't, I always say his name wrong, I think, but, um, he, uh, he tweeted at me and said, Hey, here, this is how I found, uh, mine. And he picked one up on Saturday. So it, uh, Wib is saying retail is almost impossible, but there, you may still have a chance. So be looking. I was told today that the Best Buy in my town is supposed to be getting them. So, um, I'm even going to try to pick up a couple of them if I can. I'd like to keep one sealed and then I might do one as a giveaway because I think that would be that would be awesome to be able to to give one away. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But now just a little light at the end of the tunnel. You might have to do some research and maybe I'll do some as well. The NES Classic for North America is discontinued. The Super Famicom for Japan is temporarily discontinued. So they haven't said when they're going to ramp production back up on it, though. But, and I got the, the research part that I have to do is does the Super Famicom from Japan, is it just plug and play with our TVs here? Because um, they don't have the exact same games. They have most of the same games. And then there's actually some exclusives on the Japan version. There's like Final Fantasy 2 or 3, I think. Um, And another one that is only on that system. Um, I mean, if you really want one, but I mean, if you're just looking for the North American NES, yeah, we're kind of, we kind of got shut down. I would like to say I'm surprised that this is all going down this way. But I'm not. Mm. I'm just not like it's history repeating itself. You know, it's it's amiibo all over again. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm not surprised that that this is happening in regards to this. It's a shame because, like we've just talked about for the past five minutes or so, they they could put out a thousand more, and those thousand will sell in probably a day. So. Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, but it's limited edition. So, I mean, if you're a collector, um, this is kind of like the ultimate Nintendo item right now. Yeah, I mean, and so that's cool from that that side of it. But there are so many people that are bummed out about this thing. I mean, I'm I literally get tweets or questions like one guy messaged me and was like, hey, I'm in the, I'm driving in the snow right now to go buy two of these for a hundred bucks each, you know, like, I'm like, well, you know, cool, man. Like that's, that's the best (laughs) deal I've heard for a scalper so far, you know? Yeah. That's not bad. And so, um, and literally, I mean, complete luck that I have one. My wife walked in to a GameStop and said, is that an empty box? And he said, no. And he's like, this is a fluke. I don't know why we have this. So, you know, it's, but it, it is just a shame. It is a shame. But you know, like you were saying, that's it's a it's hundred and fifty dollars in games on that thing that they could sell on the the Switch. Now, how many yeah. people are going to buy Balloon Fight? 
or pinball. I, I don't know. No. I don't know. And the thing is, too, um, I get the feeling that this system wasn't exactly cheap for Nintendo. Like I said, the, the same video I was watching that was talking about this individual works at a gaming store. Um, I mean, obviously it's YouTube, so it must be true. But this person <laughs> worked at a gaming store. They said that the over, you know, the, what they could, the profit margins were insanely low. Nintendo has, what'd you say it was a, was it 60 games or more? There's 30 games on it. 30 games, but they're not all Nintendo. You know, we got other companies involved in this. And just because it's a Nintendo game and it's a ROM, Nintendo still had to pay for the licensing to put these games on this system. So it, there's a lot of licensing fees that I'm sure went into this. Granted, when you're selling as many as they did, you, they make their money back. But um, yeah, I can't imagine this was an insanely high profit margin item. You know, it was. I, I can see. I can see that it was. It you know, just like any company. The only reason why why else would any company put out something? It's to bring in business and bring like name recognition. So it's like I'm not knocking Nintendo for that. If that was the in, intent, um, but yeah, it's it's just oh man, it kind of it's kind of a shame that they're not just continuing to make them. Um. But who knows? Um, there are rumors of the Genesis Mini Genesis coming. Um, people, are, I think, are hoping and dreaming that that means that there's a Super NES on the way. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah, please. we'll see. We'll but, see. Hopefully. And even the verbiage, like on IGN, because I think that's who broke the mm-hmm. story. I'm not positive, but I I think it is. Um, but if it wasn't, whoever whoever. Uh, the original interview was with, or um, you could see there was one thing it said, we are discontinuing the NES classic in North America for this year. Yeah. It's like, does that mean for this year and it's coming back out in 2018? Does it mean we're discontinuing it for this year and never to come back any other year? It, yeah, and who knows? It might have been a translation thing. That could be too. Because um, a lot of info that comes out, it seems like a lot of the initial info that comes out is from uh, Nintendo Japan. And then sometimes Nintendo of America will reiterate it. Yeah. Um, but not always. So we'll just have to see. Like I said, uh, it sucks if you wanted one and you weren't able to pick one up especially if you were like actively trying i was not actively trying i tried one time on best buy to pick one up because it was a day when they were like hey new shipments are coming in at this time and i just happened to be by my computer at that time tried to get one didn't happen but man i know how it feels to be like actively day in day out trying to get a hold of something and when it just doesn't pan out you're just like you're you're even ready to spend almost three three times the amount you know sometimes <laughs> right and it, and when it still doesn't happen you're like I am willing to miss a mortgage payment to get this and I still can't get my hands on it <laughs> this is stupid right you know um it happens sometimes it sucks but yeah it's a shame it's a sad day it's a bummer. sad panda it is a bummer 
Well, hey, man, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at or on Twitter at Destinot TLC stands for the Learning Channel. Um, <laughs> Always teaching. Yeah, we're we're in collaboration now. Gonna start doing things with cheetahs and whatnot. Um, not really, but you can imagine what it'd be like if I did. So yeah, you can find me there at Destinot TLC. You can also find me here on Twitch on this channel, which I'm gonna say this time because last time I'm like, yeah, you can find me here. Good night. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash the loot cave. And we talk about destiny slash games in general, usually at 7 p.m. Pacific time or uh, nine o'clock for all you, you uh, late nighters. You will watch the uh, Nintendo Powercast live. Also, check it out on YouTube. That's what I forgot. I forgot the YouTube address last time. Yeah. So that's uh, that's YouTube slash the loot cave. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So check out youtube.com slash the loot cave if you want to check out the recordings of this show. And yeah. Oh, we're also on iTunes and wherever wherever you get your your audible pleasures. There we go. I do want to point out our Discord as well. You can go to the lootcave.com slash NPC Discord. We uh we got a pretty we're, we're, we're right around 40 45 people in there and it's uh um for the for the most part we're talking nintendo stuff but we've got uh, if you're a content creator we've got a we've got a uh um an area for you to share you know links to your stuff and and whatnot so um and we're always looking to collaborate with people if you're a nintendo contact content creator and um you want to collaborate on something, hit us up. You know, we are going to continue having like streamers and stuff on. Like I really enjoyed grand keys last week and just talking about Mario maker and that kind of thing. And, and as, uh, um, the community grows with Mario Kart on Twitch and everything, it would be nice to, uh, um, you know, get some of those streamers in here as well and just continue chatting and, um, just, just getting to know the community better. That's kind of a, a big part of this. So, so come hang out with us in our discord. It'd be, it'd be awesome. And, uh, there will be links to, to all that in our show notes, which is the lootcave.com slash NPC 16 guys. You can follow me on Twitter at N 64 Josh. You can follow the show on Twitter at N powercast. Remember the pin tweets on both of those, um, uh, both of those accounts. You can see, uh, the links to enter to win a copy of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So we're yeah. doing, we're giving away two copies of that. So make sure to enter there. Um, also, I just I cannot thank you guys enough for all the kind words on iTunes and the reviews. If you if we can keep those going, that would be so great. I would really love to see more reviews on there. And uh, again, you know, the fact a couple of weeks ago we got to see we made it up to like 127 in the top 150 and uh, that's just because of you guys listening and so we we just greatly appreciate that so thank you so much brian thanks for hanging out man yeah and uh we'll see you guys next week remember it's dangerous to go alone take this <laughs>